Brennan and joining me today is Nicole. Hello. Sorry we have been on hiatus. We have had a lot of issues here at home with uh, power being out for several days on end oh, because yeah. of some storms around here. So you're getting this episode a little late. Apologies for that, but we're going to be back on track. We're going to finish this week strong, finish out the MCU. And tonight we are doing Black Panther. T'Challa, heir to the hidden but advanced kingdom of Wakanda, must step forward to lead his people into a new future and must confront a challenger from his country's past. This is a big one. This is uh, introducing us to all of Wakanda and all of its mm-hmm. cast of characters. Uh, it was up for Best Picture. Uh, it is the highest grossing film ever from a black director. So this is a big groundbreaking movie, uh, not just for black audiences, but it's it's one of the biggest ones in the series. So uh, what do you think about this one, Nicole? Um, I started watching this before on Netflix at some point, and I guess since I didn't have much background on the universe, you know, I wasn't really invested, so I know I didn't pay attention to what I actually saw. Uh, so I kind of was just going into this blindly. I, I was interested in seeing Black Panther's background. You know, we did get a little bit of him in Civil War, and, you know, just his meaning of family is very prominent in that. So I I wanted to see how different this one would be from the movies that we've already seen. Like I understood that Wakanda is a place on earth that it's, but it's a little bit different, you know, it's heightened in some way. So it's interesting to see the way that we're introduced to the vibranium, which comes up in so many different Marvel characters. Where did that particular thing stem from and why does it make Wakanda so important? So you know, I was off to a good start with watching this. Um, I liked it. I think it was really good. I wouldn't put it up for best picture <laughs> to, in my mm. eyes, but I, I liked the crossover of some of the things, the, the vibranium most importantly, because that just makes up so much of, you know, why Captain America is so strong and, you know, why all these other people are so strong. So it was definitely interesting to see that as well as, the camaraderie of the tribes and how they stuck to, th- you know, this place is so high tech and the things that we have are so high tech in this place, yet they're still holding to ancient values of the tribes and the way that they place a king and all these things. So the, the balance of old versus new is very interesting in this. Yeah, this is, um, so I, I saw this, I think on my birthday, uh, when it first came oh. <laughs> out. Um, so I was, I was pretty excited for this one. I saw it with a full, very, very, uh, fun crowd and everyone was, oh, it's just, it was, it was what, like this and Endgame were probably the two where the crowd had such a big reaction. I think the first Avengers I saw it too, but uh, this was like a big event kind of movie. Um, and the thing I like most about Black Panther is like kind of the world and a lot of the side characters. I really like several of our side characters, Akoya, who, who is the uh, bald leader of the uh, the guard of the border mm-hmm. tribe the special forces guard um, she's she's like got this awesome dry humor that I really like I love the younger sister Shuri the uh, the one who like mm-hmm. creates all of like the tech for the country and it's probably got to be one of the smartest people in the MCU like you know oh, yeah definitely. area like she you know we're gonna get her some more in the next one too and she's yeah she's got all kinds of cool shit going on uh, and then I also really like Umbaku who is played by Winston Duke who's in us and plays a completely different character uh, but I like his whole his whole squad um, this movie is also it's an, it's for all intents and purposes an origin story we got Black Panther's kind of 
beginnings in the last movie where his father, uh, King T'Chaka, is is killed in a civil war. Um, but he he has to like lead this country which has been completely isolationist its entire existence. Well, now we actually and, get the full backstory of his family's backstory in America in the beginning yeah, of this. Right, we get a little cut in the beginning, which, I mean, it's not fully explained who everyone is in the beginning of the one, but yeah, the very beginning, we get a flashback to, like, 1993, and it's in Oakland, uh, and the, you know, King T'Chaka, who is younger then, much younger, as you pointed out, uh, is uh, confronting who we find out is his brother and the father of the main antagonist of this movie, which is Eric Killmonger Stevens, who his birth name is J- in Injaka. I want to mm-hmm. hope I'm saying that right, but they don't really use his. They they call him Killmonger for the most part. That's Michael B. Jordan's character, and uh, it's a very interesting background dynamic in this movie because yeah, Wakanda is isolationist. They don't reveal to the world what they are in fear that people will come and try to take their shit and attack them. Which you know, its power begets uh, conflict, like uh, the Avengers said in an earlier movie. Ever since the Avengers started happening, more outside threats have come to attack them. There have been more, as you pointed out, destruction. And uh, uh, Wakanda, up to this point, has avoided all that, even though they're so advanced. They've avoided... uh, you know, people coming in for the most part and attacking them. And uh, Killmonger, who is, uh, you know, the the cousin of, of Chao, mm-hmm. the unknown cousin, because uh, his father was killed and he was left behind when he was a young boy. He wants not just like revenge uh, for, you know, being ignored by his people, but once he uh, he faces T'Challa and defeats him and becomes the Black Panther king for all well his backstory in the is of the movie. interesting also i mean he's kind of paired up with Cl- klaus Clo ulysses claw who we yeah. got uh, introduced to in age of ultron played by andy circus who's a south african vibranium arms dealer so yeah, yeah he's so, one of the main antagonists of the wakandan people yeah. and when when we're seeing what his deal is in the beginning you know obviously we don't know who michael b jordan is yet and we don't know why he's up with this guy. But when it comes to light for us, obviously, he's trying to get back to Wakanda. Like, it's just such a light bulb moment. Like, oh my god, no wonder he's shacked up with this guy trying to get Vibranium. He wants to try to get back to Wakanda. This is, it was like a really, like, oh my god moment for me. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's good. I like that. And he's kind of like, you know, the first 45 minutes is kind of almost a mini backstory where he, you know, he, he defeats Umbaku and be, and be, is declared king. And then, then the real plot happens when Claw is captured, freed by Killmonger, and then Killmonger immediately turns him in basically as a ticket to get into mm-hmm. into Wakanda so that he's got his whole he's had this whole thing plotted out since he was a kid joining the four special forces we get a Everett Ross who is a CIA agent we got introduced to earlier Martin Freeman's character in an earlier movie um, he's like oh he's like one of ours but uh, a Killmonger's whole plan is once he takes over is to provide like basically sell and and opposite of weapons. what wakanda wants to do <laughs> right he wants to sell and provide weapons to you know he calls his people basically any black people who have been oppressed in countries all around the world and provide them with high-tech weapons to overthrow their you know predominantly mm-hmm. european white governments uh interesting parallels to kind of what's happening lately mm-hmm. um but it's interesting that he's framed as the villain and uh, Black Panther, you know, he, obviously there's all kinds of inter- smaller plots we can't into. But when they have their fight at the end, Killmonger loses to Pan- Black Panther uh, to T'Challa and uh, he, you know, 
comes out at the end of the movie and says to the world that Wakanda, you know, what you get, what everyone thought was a third world country for so long, is actually one of, if not the most advanced civilization on the planet, and they're willing to share some of their knowledge. And we see him set up, uh, set up a foundation uh, in the old building where uh, he he considers it their original sin. Of, is this the one where Mbaku comes, where they go to him when, after Black Panther's been hurt? Yeah, he he. They live in like a mountain area, and uh, they're the, he's like the lord okay. of that area. You remember the, you remember that part yeah. there. Uh, so Killmonger is one of, if not the most sympathetic villains we've had so far in the MCU. You know, we've had, uh, what's his name? Uh, Vulture is kind of sympathetic in a way because he's just kind of like a working class guy who loses his job. But uh, Killmonger has been wronged for most of his life and his anger and willingness to just kind of burn it all. He literally burns the flowers of the Black Panther, um, you know, in 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 plans to rule for forever i mean i guess and then yeah overthrow the world's governments because they've wronged black people for so long uh it's an interesting interesting villain to have in this movie which was made you know two years before today and so our mama k question of this episode uh how much do you sympathize with the villain in quotations killmonger in this movie um and i kind of think i touched on that at one point earlier but uh, do you have anything to add to that nicole um no, I I do sympathize with him, and I see that what he's stand what he stands for, the justice that he's trying to bring. Um, so I do sympathize with him. Um, I also think that it was right for him to get the chance to fight for the throne, uh, especially since he is of the royal family. You know even if he wasn't there. I mean, it was kind of interesting to see that part. Um, I didn't know how I felt at the time, but looking back on it, I mean, it is only right. And just to see the the sadness that he has and the reasoning behind him trying to infiltrate and do his business, I mean, I, I totally get it. Yeah, I uh, I think I said it earlier. I kind of summarized how I thought uh, he was he was among the most sympathetic villains we've had so far. And uh, yeah, I'm curious how, uh, like I said earlier, I'm curious how his character tweaks would have been rewritten rewritten and changed to uh to match today but uh i mean the it was just very jarring to watch this you know with all the things that are happening in our country at this time and watching this is showing that the ideals and the message that black panther is trying to get across to us is not a new concept and it's a very interesting thing that to see that something like what Killmonger is feeling is not made for a movie. It is a real life situation. And the fact that they could implement that into something like a Marvel movie that touches so many people that so many people are going to watch and reflect on is really says something, you know, I, I'm very impressed with how that whole display was put into that movie. Um, also another thing that, that touches me in, in that movie is how he goes to Mbaku to help get help someone who's been his enemy for so long. And to see that one of their brothers of, of the country is down his king is down and he needs help he will put aside you know whatever differences they have in order to help him and to keep him alive so you know the whole story of black panther and you know the whole movie is just so touching and it's so important no matter when you watch it it's uh it's interesting because the director ryan coogler his first 
kind of movie that brought him on the scene was called Fruitvale Station. I really like that movie. That's probably my favorite thing I've seen him make. Uh, but that also stars Michael B. Jordan. And uh, that's all about a man, uh, Oscar Grant III. And it chronicles his last day uh, in Hayward, California, because it's based on a true story. He is killed by a police officer at the end of the movie and you know similar to now there are you know the, the, mm-hmm. there are riots or not riots but like protests uh, uh, and uh, calling for the police officers to be tried and, and, and you know they eventually the man who kills him is sentenced to involuntary manslaughter so you can argue if that's uh, if that's really what happened there uh, but yeah this concept is a lot of the themes are nothing super not new but like it's never been done in a movie of this size. Usually, big blockbuster, two hundred million dollar budget movies. They have themes, but it's not like this. Uh, so this is the first time I think a movie of this size tackles, you know, the, the imper- imperialism, racism, and uh, some of the other things it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think pretty deftly. So, uh, what do you think? Do you recommend Black Panther? Yeah, I would absolutely recommend this. Um, you know, I think that the message, as we just said, is very clear. It's very important and it's very prominent, especially now. Putting that aside, it definitely sets us up, yes, for the Marvel Universe to continue. And, you know, now that we see just how powerful Wakanda is and what the, what they have, uh, I'm scared to see what the rest of the Marvel characters are going to do with this. But, um, yeah, I would recommend it. Yeah, I recommend this one too. It's top half. Uh, I don't know if it makes my top five just because I'm such a big fan of some of the team up movies. Uh, but as far as like standalone ones, it's a it's a it's a strong entry. Um, and I like a lot of the like I said earlier, a lot of the smaller side characters. You get some more play further on. I like Black Panther Squad. I like a lot of the people uh, uh, that are in his part of the universe. So mm-hmm. uh, hope to see more of them in the future. I definitely know we will see a couple of them more prominently. So that is it for Black Panther. I really Avengers Infinity War. Oh, this boy. is a biggie. One of the biggest. So uh, uh, Nicole, I hope to hear from you tomorrow on that. Yeah. Until next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies.